We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into another season of The Butcher versus The Dance Instructor. I will probably screw this up a few times over the course of the first few weeks. I'll probably say The Butcher versus The Spin Instructor because we did do the show for three years. So forgive me for, uh, for if I accidentally have a slip up. But uh, you might know by now that's Greg Jones, LB's Meat Market. Kind enough to be sponsoring the show and part of this show for the fourth straight year. Uh, Campbell McCready, who was on this show for the first three seasons, has uh, moved on. She is now in Nashville working professionally, so she's unable to. Uh, actually, we punted her from the show. We just said, you know what, we're moving on. We're moving on. We uh, we replaced her with Caroline McCready, who is a dance instructor at where is it, Caroline Legacy Legacy Studio of the Performing Arts. Legacy Studio of the Performing Arts. So you've been behind the scenes. You've been producing the show the last couple of years. So tell the people a little bit about you, Caroline, so they can get to know you as you uh, get ready to take on Greg and this hard-hitting, very vicious competition. Okay, so I'm a junior at Arkansas. Um, I'm a Kyo here, and I'm like the marketing director for my sorority. So then I'm a marketing major also. Um, so I run like all of MPW digital social media and then produce all the podcasts. So I've seen all of the butcher businessmen instructors and I'm excited to be on this side of it as well. All right. Um, Greg, before we get rolling, tell the people what's going on at LBs. It's been a minute since the last, I guess we did one right before the Super Bowl, And so it's, uh, it's, it's been a minute. What's been going on at, at, uh, at LBs as you get ready for the big first big home football weekend of the season. Well, same old, same old up here. Uh, we actually are bringing back lunch on Thursday and Friday. So we're going to start doing lunch again on Thursdays and Fridays, uh, making some fresh sausage for the weekend, uh, fresh seafood on Thursday. Um, lane train's still available. So uh, he's still the coach. So we still have the lane train special. So uh, we actually have a large uh, lane train. So it's an XXL. So it's a 10 to 11 ounce. It's $25. So yeah, man, just uh, uh, we're, I think we're going on 14 years now that LB's has been open. So uh, that's a that's a pretty nice feather to have on your cap, uh, especially in a town like Oxford, because, uh, you know, it's it's tough sometimes uh, when you have a business in Oxford and uh, the gravy is not all, always the train, uh, but it, it comes and goes. But, yeah, just excited uh, for another football season and uh, ready, ready to get it, get it going. Uh, Caroline, what's your favorite LB's? dish if you will my favorite is the lane train and then we always get like the 
this like jalapeno poppers and then the stuffed mushrooms and then i like all the sausage too yeah i i love the sausages i I love the the jalapenos that's it might be my very favorite thing there i just the 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 stuffed jalapenos are fantastic wrapped in bacon i know greg's mom does them she puts a lot of pride into them they're they're fantastic she definitely puts a lot of pride in all her sides so those are not not lb sides those are my mom's sides so if you want to come to lb's and get the jalapenos and the mushrooms those those are my mom's uh doings not lb's doings (laughs) all right caroline before we dive into this uh your sister never grasped the concept of um of point spreads she just never got it took three years never never got it she was able to get a degree from a university, but she could not figure out point spreads. Uh, she still won the competition two out of three years, which I know Greg hates to hear. But <laughs> do you do you have a, a working grasp on uh, on point spreads, Caroline? Yes. Okay, so we're gonna it's walk- not all the way there yet, but yes, we're gonna walk through one. Here we go. The first game that we're gonna do, we'll do it in a minute. But I'll, I'll walk through the point spread part of this. Florida is a six and a half point underdog at Utah, meaning Utah is favored. By six and a half points. Okay. So if you were to pick Florida, you get six and a half points, meaning for you to win the game, Florida either has to win or lose by six or fewer points. If you pick Utah to win the game, because Utah is favored by six and a half points, for you to get credit for the win, Utah has to not only win the game, but also win the game by seven points or more. Okay. That's essentially the way a point spread works, which is important because this week, because a lot of the teams play nobodies. For example, the two teams that you guys are probably most interested in, Ole Miss plays Mercer. Mercer is a FCS team, so there is no line on the game. Arkansas plays Western Carolina. Same thing. There is no betting line on the game. There are some betting lines this week. 37 points, 38 points, 37 and a half points. So those are tricky lines because you're obviously, for example, Alabama is going to beat Middle Tennessee State. No question. The question is, will they do it by 38 points or more? That's what makes this competition so brutally difficult. Okay, got it. Okay, got it. This this yep. looks easy until you jump into this fire and all of a sudden you realize how hot this is. I mean, look at Greg. Look at Greg. I mean, he's a grizzled I mean, on this show. Campbell, <laughs> Campbell had to get out of the kitchen. She, she she won two titles, and after that last title, she just said, "This is too much pressure. It's too much <laughs> pressure." She she folded. So, uh, all right. and she retired a winner, so that always helps when you retire a winner. So, yeah, she did. She did the John Elway thing. She walked out with a, a Super Bowl in her hand. Just walked away. Walked away with the title. Did she, now, did she write down Campbell's angles like Dance Moms and the color green and, you know, uh, my favorite Bachelor contestants from Buffalo? Like, you oh, know, my God. No, so we're, <laughs> we're, we're totally, totally in line. I don't. Yeah, new, I'm new, not. New angles. Yeah. They're, they're like they're close, but they're totally different people. So we're about to we're about to see how this thing goes. Maybe some things will overlap. Maybe the Dance Moms things. But <laughs> I don't want to Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get started. Uh, we'll start with the game we just mentioned. It's a Thursday night game. Florida is at Utah, this game, in Salt Lake City. It's on Thursday, 7 o'clock on ESPN. So by the time you guys are watching or listening to this, it's tonight. Uh, Florida and Utah. Greg, we'll start with you. Florida is a six-and-a-half-point underdog 
Uh, what's the Cam Rising situation? Is he a good? Is he playing or not? Cam Rising, the Utah quarterback, uh, they're they're playing pretty coy with it. They haven't announced that he's cleared, but he says, "quote He feels quote really damn good." End quote. I read into that that Rising's going to play and that we're doing this thing, but there are people out there that don't think rising will play. And if he doesn't play, obviously that's a considerable advantage to the Gators. But in this case, we don't really know. I'm going to go with Utah. I, I think there's a little revenge factor going. Uh, they should have, you know, won last year and uh, they probably circled this schedule, circled it, you know, on the schedule for a hot minute. And uh, I'm going to go with Utah to win by 10 points. Okay. All right. So Caroline, Greg is taking Utah and he's going to lay the points. What about you? I'm going to agree with Greg. I don't have any, any like reasoning, but if you don't have a cousin or a friend that goes to Utah or goes to Florida or, you know, no, nobody from Mississippi goes to Utah. I mean, I guess I watch YouTubers that live in Utah, but that's my only. What do the YouTubers who live in Utah do out of curiosity? They're moms. They're just moms. Yeah. That's it. It's one of the most fascinating things to me, the whole YouTube thing. They just watch people who live like normal lives and they put their whole life on YouTube and people just subscribe to it and watch That's what's it. That's so interesting is they're like, you just watch them like get a house and they like have, they like get married and they show all that and then they like have kids and then, yeah. So, so it's actually like a TV show, like a yeah. real life, like. It's like, like reality like TV on, and they're like 10-minute videos. But they're not like well-produced or anything, right? It's just they're using like iPhones and stuff or what? No, I mean, they have like a nice camera, but they're just like, they just hold it out. But yeah, yeah. That's, my only, that's my reasoning for Utah. Sorry. Okay. As good as anything. All right. Uh, we go to the Saturday games. We got uh, eight Saturday games, one Sunday game. Uh, we'll get to the Saturday games here. Colorado, it's the uh, debut for Deion Sanders with the Buffaloes. Colorado is a 20-and-a-half-point underdog at TCU. The Horn Frogs went all the way to the national title game last year before getting just smoked by Georgia. This game is an 11 a.m. game on Fox, Caroline. So it's Colorado plus 20-and-a-half at TCU. So that means Colorado's favored to lose? Yes. Uh, TCU is favored to win. By and, and if you take TCU, you they have to win by at least 21 points. Okay. Colorado is coached by Deion Sanders, the former Jackson State coach. He's kind of controversial. He's okay. sort of bombastic. Okay. I'm going to say TCU. I have a friend that goes there. Well, like a mutual friend that goes there. And... Another friend who trans, she was a Kyle with me freshman year, and then she transferred there. She's Kyle there. So I would say TCU. Okay, it's pretty strong reasoning there, uh, Greg. She's going TCU. She's going to lay the 20 and a half. I'm going to go TCU too. Uh, I think Dion's going to, uh, we're going to see how how well his character's uh, uh, built uh, this year. I, I just uh, jumped from the SWAC to um, to Big Power Five conference and. Uh, I think TCU is a good ball club. They're well coached, and uh, I like TCU to win by at least twenty-eight, maybe uh, four touchdowns. I think I agree with both of you. By the way, uh, this might be one of the games that I, I pick on McCready and Siski. All right, we go uh, SEC games or teams and in, games involving SEC teams. There's no SEC games this week. 
Uh, Virginia uh, and Tennessee get together on Saturday at 11 a.m. Nissan Stadium in Nashville. The uh, Volunteers, Greg, a 28-point favorite over Virginia. I think that's a lot of points. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think T- uh, Tennessee was playing some good game ball games at the end of the year. And uh, is it Hayden Hooker? Is that yeah. the no, Hinden, Milton, Milton? Hinden Milton. Hooker was the quarterback. It's now Joe Milton. Yeah. Um, I, you know, uh, I think Tennessee uh, should win, but it's a lot of points. And uh, I'm going to try to give uh, Virginia some credit and uh, try to take some underdog here. Caroline, so Greg's going to take Virginia and the 28 points. What say you? Uh, I kind of agree with him. I don't want to just do everything that he does. Well, that's, <laughs> it's a it's a competition. I mean, it's once you you can play, you can, you're, you're playing. I'll, I'll believe in Tennessee on this one. Okay, all right. Do you like that color orange? Because I, I know Campbell was not a big fan of that color orange. I don't. I don't mind the orange. I'm not the biggest like Tennessee fan in the world. Why is that? Because for a while you said that you 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 wanted to visit. I as think you it's, their, it. it's their fans. Oh, what is it about their fans you don't? I like? feel that way about a lot of a lot of schools and their fans. I just think some of them are a little bit obnoxious. Aren't all fan bases? We can deviate for just a second here. I aren't, mean, I feel like Woo Pig Suey can be obnoxious. Yeah, I mean, aren't all fan bases? They general all fan bases have an obnoxious element to them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the I mean, I like Rocky Top when they all sing it together. I think mean, that's really cool. But I'm just, you know, uh, I mean, with You're the Wu Pig, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's they all have something. They all have something that you know you're like. Eh. It's just not. Yeah, it's not your thing. It, it, um, it, I'll, I'll it's go one of it. those things where if it is your thing, you like it. But when it's not your thing, it's obnoxious. Like we don't walk around campus being like "woo pig" to everybody, and I feel like at Auburn, that's like in their that's like their number one word that they or term that they use is "war eagle." Like they just instead of saying "hello," they're like "war eagle." I don't yeah. know. I could be wrong. No, you're right. You're right. But like every SEC school has something about them that's just. It's where I made all the Auburn people mad because I, I I said it's a cult. But look, if you walk around saying code words to people all the time, it's kind of culty. I mean, yeah. Like you don't walk around the Ole Miss campus. People don't look at each other and go "hotty toddy" instead Howdy. of "hello." You don't go "hotty toddy, Jim." <laughs> if everybody said "hotty toddy, Jim," you'd be like, "Man, this place is kind of weird, right?" I mean, <laughs> if you walked around the Arkansas campus and everybody's like, "Hey, woo pig, Caroline." On a yeah, Wednesday afternoon, you'd be like, "Hey, what's what's the deal?" I mean, it's that's kind of kind of creepy. Yeah, I think. I mean, at, at Auburn, people walk around going, "Hey, War Eagle." It's like Aloha. It, what are you doing? Yeah, it's unnecessary. All right, so Caroline's taking. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you're taking uh, you're taking Tennessee and laying the points. Yeah. All right. Weird line here. We've got uh, Kentucky. Opening its season also at 11 a.m. on the SEC Network. Kentucky is entertaining Ball State, Caroline. Ball State is a 26-and-a-half-point underdog. First, do you know where Ball State is? No, I don't. In- Greg, do you know? I think it's Ohio. No, Ball State's in Indiana. 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 And it was the, the MAC conference. Yeah, it's in the mid-America. All right, Caroline, uh, Kentucky is giving 26-and-a-half points to Ball State. I'm going to go with Kentucky. I've never heard of, what's it, Ball State? Ball State. Never, never heard of them. Kentucky has a good dance team. 
But overall, just schools wise, I would pick Kentucky. Okay, Greg, she's going to take the Cats and lay twenty six and a half. I'm going to have to go with Kentucky too. I'm a, uh, the horse angle for me. Um, I'm actually going to Kentucky on Sunday to watch one of my horses run uh, Sunday. So uh, I'll just have to go with Kentucky. I think the my Kentucky people would be mad if I didn't take Kentucky the first day, first game. What is your horse's name? Uh, Gatita Suave. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. How, how old is the horse? Uh, she's a three-year-old, so she is going to be running at Kentucky Downs, which is in Franklin, Kentucky. So it's like an hour and 10 minutes north of Nashville. So it's a, a boutique track, so it's an all-turf European-style racetrack, and they only run 13 or 14 days out of the year in September. So, uh, yeah, we're going to take a shot with her. But, yeah, it's uh, it's fun uh, going up there, and uh, and I'm actually going to Louisville next week Um to see my other filly um i hadn't seen her since april so her name is signing like signing like a, a, a piece of paper her oh. father's name is constitution so it's like signing the constitution <laughs> oh so, i like that i like so, that so we try to try to go with cool thing try to be cool with it i like that all right speaking of uh not cool we go uh back we talked about auburn so we go back to auburn greg it's uh hugh freeze era beginning on the plains they entertain umass the university of massachusetts 230 on espn auburn is a 37 point favorite greg i'm gonna go with umass i, I don't think i will ever pick auburn just maybe because of the war eagle angle and you know I, I, maybe Hugh freeze turns it around i, I don't I mean, I'm just not a fan. Of Auburn in general, not I mean, like just in just, yeah, just in, in, in general, right? Just the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> just the whole it. thing. This is. I'm gonna agree with Greg, and I also don't. What was it? Thirty-seven points. Yeah. I don't think they can. I don't know. That's a lot of points. UMass won. Didn't UMass game. just play? Didn't well, UMass play a game already? They went to New Mexico State and won. So the oh. the the, the uh, Minutemen are undefeated so far this season. If I can say I that this time next week, I will be so happy. But I don't think I'll be able to. But if I can, I will. How, how oh, I'll say that be? Yeah, that would be awesome. We would celebrate that. Uh, all right. This is the uh, – I think this is the Grey Goose, ha- half bottle of Grey Goose game of the week here. New Mexico. New Mexico is a 38-point underdog at Texas A&M. Bobby Petrino, the offensive coordinator for the Aggies. Former Arkansas coach, Caroline, uh, he's the one that got fired for the motorcycle thing years ago. This is a uh, six o'clock game on ESPN, Caroline, the uh, Texas A&M Aggies favored by 38. Who are they playing again? The University of New Mexico, the Lobos. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Okay, I'm going to go with New Mexico for this one because, again, 38, as I just said, 38 points. Yeah. I think that's a lot, and I do not like A&M. They beat us last year, and that was, like, the most devastating game of my life. That was so sad. So, I'm going to go with – I forgot who else. Who New Mexico. New Mexico. That, that game was devastating because Arkansas lost or because your friend missed the kick, or what, what was it that – Because we were doing great – Sort of. And then if Cam had made the kick, we would have won and he missed. And then it was horrible. It was like the end of the game. So there's nothing we could do about it. And everybody blamed him for it, even though there were plays in the game that could have been done better. You even so had a just, professor like making fun of him and Cam, not knowing Cam was in the, in the class, right? Cam was literally in my class and he wasn't making fun. He was like, he was trying to make some like business comparison about how like, I don't know. And then he mentioned how everybody was blaming Cam for the game. And Cam was like in the class. And he just wasn't. He didn't know Cam was in the class. No, but then Cam probably like. I mean, Cam was probably set. If he had like a C, that professor would probably like round it to an A because he felt so bad. So he was fine. But it was really, it was awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, uh... like, hey, uh, I'm Cam, I'm the kicker. <laughs> no, everybody started, everybody was like looking at him and like everybody was like, oh, because everybody else knew that was Cam Little. And he was like, what? And we were like, that's Cam. And he was like, oh, he felt so bad. Bless his heart. Sure. God. But he that apologized was- and Cam was like, I've heard way worse. It's fine. <laughs> so that was the one that hit the hit the upright, right? Hit the upright and bounced back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was sad because we all traveled to Dallas. Yeah, and it's like, it's like this... the, it, that's like the biggest game of the year. Yeah, I've tried to tell people that that that's the biggest game of the year for for yeah. Arkansas students. Yeah, that's the that's the holy grail. Yeah. Uh, all right, Greg. So she's going to take the uh, Lobos in thirty eight against. Uh, speaking of Colts, A and M. Yeah, I'm not a cult kind of guy, so I'll I'll, I'll agree with her. I, I, I mean, I, there's nothing I like about Texas A&M either. I mean, seems um, seems like a terrible time. All right, uh, we go to a, a game that 
very few people other than me will be interested in, but it is on national television. It's on the NFL Network at 6 o'clock on Saturday. It's Army. Army, a 10-point favorite in Monroe against my Warhawks, ULM, a 10-point dog at home to open the season against Army, Greg. Um, if our, I, I'm, I'm hoping the Army wears the all-white jerseys. If they do, I think your team might be in trouble. Oh. I like the all-white jerseys. But I like I'm I'm, I'm in an underdog kind of move, so I'm gonna go with uh, UL Monroe. Oh, you going with the Warhawks? All right, Caroline, Greg's gonna take uh, the Warhawks and ten points against the uh, United States Military Academy. Okay, I'm gonna go with ULM just because it's ULM. Wow. Everybody's loving you today. How about that? I feel good. In Louisiana. Yeah, I'll just yeah. go with ULM. You rushed a girl from from. Basically, yeah, there's a girl that I talked to on like the first round of Rush, and she was from, she's from Monroe, Louisiana, and I was like, oh my gosh, my dad got his master's at ULM, and I was like, he went to Ruston High, and she was like, oh my gosh, my mom went to Ruston High, and I was like, when was your mom born? And she was like, 1969, and my dad was born in 1970, and I was like, oh my gosh, they definitely went to high school together, and then it turns yeah. out they knew each other. Yeah, we lived in the same neighborhood. Yeah, and now she's a cousin. Wow, that's a cool. That's cool. That's a cool. That's a small. That's a small world story. I like. Isn't that, that a small? That's a cool story, isn't it? It's a girl that uh, I went to school with. Yeah, I mean, she lived in our neighborhood, Lori Bourgeois. Lori, yeah, and her daughter's now Kaya, but she said, like, I think that was like such a good icebreaker because obviously she's nervous to be like Rush is nerve wracking, and we were just talking about her parents, like going to the same school. Yeah, no, that's a cool yeah. story. All right, uh, the football game. Caroline, Greg, that I think I'm most interested in on Saturday is uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's South Carolina, the Gamecocks versus the Tar Heels of North Carolina. The Gamecocks are a two and a half point underdog again this game in Charlotte. So neutral site, 630 on ABC. Ole Miss plays at one. I anticipate being done with my work by six. This is one of the games I'm turning on because I'm really interested in this game. Uh, let's see whose turn is it? I think Caroline, your turn. South Carolina, two and a half point underdog against North Carolina. Okay, I'm gonna go with North Carolina. Oh, okay. I like North Carolina. We have family there too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just obviously she didn't visit and have fun at the conference. What didn't didn't she? Um, yeah. Campbell have fun at a conference conference or something like that. Campbell went to a journalism conference in, uh, in oh. Columbia, South Carolina, and was pretty consistent gamecock picker over the last three years. Yeah, I've never been. To we South have Carolina. a change. We have a we have a shift here in the dynamic. All right, Greg, she's going to take. She's going to take the heels and lay two and a half. What do you think? I like South Carolina this year. I, um, they they played really good football towards the end of the year, and um, you know, got that win against Clemson uh, last year, and um. I think Spencer Rattler has, uh, you know, has, has got some talent on him. He's probably not all there in between the years, which you know we're all not uh, always there in between the years. But I, I feel like uh, it, sh- it should be a really good game. I would take the over in this game. I think oh. like it's going to be 40, 30, you know, forty five, forty two. I mean, it's going to be a super high scoring game. So I, I like the over in this game and the the Gamecocks. Yeah, a lot of NFL attention on North Carolina quarterback Drake May. A lot of people, like me, really interested to see whether South Carolina can continue that late-season momentum. They beat Tennessee last year at the end of the season, beat Clemson, played Notre Dame really tight in a bowl game. 
appeared to have a lot of energy, synergy, chemistry, all of that stuff. But that just doesn't always carry over year to year. For some reason, I like Shane Beamer, the South Carolina coach. He sort of checks boxes for me. I don't have any idea why. I've never met him. But um, yeah, yeah, he just I'm, seems like a regular, just a regular dude. You know, yeah. just coaches football. I didn't like his answer the other day. All the coaches gave sort of weird answers, but they were all asked, who's your favorite artist? And Shane Beamer said Darius Rucker, who's from South Carolina. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You're, you're, <laughs> that's just such a political answer. Like, really? Is that Darius Rucker's really your favorite artist? I just, that. I, I thought he was going to answer like Vincent Van Gogh or something. I didn't realize like, like musical. musical, musical artists, musical <laughs> artists. Uh, Lane Kiffin said Taylor Swift. And a lot of people are like, I don't believe that. I'm like, I kind of do. I sort of do believe that. Oh, for sure. I believe that that. Taylor yeah. Swift's like his, his favorite artist. Um, yeah, Sam, and his daughter. I feel like a lot of, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like kids like Taylor Swift and the dads are typically stuck into liking Taylor Swift. I did a Taylor Swift Peloton run the other day. I was, like Taylor Swift's music. I love it. It was good. It was fine. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know that I'd go out and rush out and buy all the albums, but it was it was fine. I liked it. I like I like some of her stuff, like the anti-hero song. It's a good song. I mean, I asked one of my dance kids, I was like, what'd you do this summer? And she's like, I went to Taylor Swift. I was oh, like, yeah. did you do anything else? And she was like, no. I mean, supposedly it's a hell of a show. Yeah. Billy Napier, the Florida coach, said Coldplay. And everyone criticized him and like, so, oh, that makes you weird or whatever. I'm like, no, it doesn't. I, no. I, I love, we saw Coldplay in Houston years ago and they were fantastic in person. I love Coldplay. I, I like I like Coldplay, but who? What, which is the right answer? I mean, obviously t- Taylor Swift isn't. Coldplay isn't. I mean, Terry Parker. Yeah, I mean Sam Pittman, the Arkansas coach. His answer was Aerosmith. I kind of thought his answer would be a country performer for some reason, but he went yeah, like Chris wrong. Stapleton or something like that. Yeah, uh, Hugh Freeze's answer was Eric Church, which sort of felt contrived, but whatever. And then I thought, yeah, I don't even know who my first. I just like all kind of music. It's just hard I for me to do. Uh, it's just be like, yeah, this is my favorite, you know. So uh, I, I, I would it, that would be very difficult for me to answer. Me too. I, I, I suppose I actually ended up giving everyone some grace there because if someone put me on the spot and said, "Who's your favorite musical artist?" I don't think I know what to say. I don't know that I have one. Right? It, yeah. What mood am I in? Am I am I going for a run and I need to get motivated? I need to get going because then it's probably Eminem. But if I'm just driving around in my car, it's probably not Eminem. Yeah. And like, I like Chris Stapleton, but there's some days that Chris Stapleton makes you just sort of feel sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I like Calvin Harris, like, you know, that when I met you in the summer. So, I mean, that just puts me in a good mood for some strange reason. It just puts me in a good mood. I just like particular songs that just put you in a good mood. And you're like, man, I like that song. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Two games left. We mentioned Alabama earlier in the uh, in the pre-show, I guess. Alabama plays host to Middle Tennessee. The uh, Blue Raiders head to Tuscaloosa as a 37-and-a-half-point underdog, Greg. Alabama giving 37-and-a-half. This game 630 on the SEC Network on Saturday. I'll have to go with Alabama. I mean, it just it seems like they might be too good on both sides of all. But, uh, you know, there's always that garbage touchdown in the fourth quarter. It can go either way. You can be up 42 and – uh, they score and they, you know, they're only up 35. So they've kind of picked, nailed the number on the head, I feel like. Uh, so it's just going to depend on that fourth quarter. If, uh, if, 
if Middle Tennessee can get that fourth quarter touchdown to cover or or not. So I just feel like um, I'm gonna trust Bama's defense and uh, and say uh, fifty five to ten. Does that work? Oh, yeah. So Caroline, he just referenced what's called a backdoor cover, which is the most infuriating thing in all of gambling. You take a team like you take Alabama, for example, and you lay thirty seven and a half points, and they're leading forty to nothing with a minute and a half left, and Middle Tennessee gets the ball against Alabama's sixth-string defense, and they get a score in the last 15 seconds. And now instead of it being 40 to nothing, it's 40 to 7. And instead of of you winning, you lost because they covered at the end. They snuck in the back door and covered. So anyway, Greg's going to take Alabama late, 37 and a half. What about you? I'm going to take Alabama too. I mean, it's just – it's Alabama. They always win, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think somebody uh, just put a two hundred and five thousand uh, dollar bet down for them to win the national championship at at Daryl Robel or Daryl Robel, whatever that guy's name. Darren Robel. Yeah, he just he just tweeted it, and I think it pays out like something like one point four million or something like that. It's a pretty good odds, but uh, but yeah, you're right. Alabama seems like they always win, but uh, mm-hmm. hopefully they'll cover this week. All right, one last game. This is probably this is there's no probably to it. This is the game of the week in college football in, in week one. Uh it is a Sunday night game in Orlando. It's LSU and Florida State getting together in Orlando. LSU Caroline is a two and a half point favorite against the Seminoles. I like LSU. I'm gonna pick them. They have a good dance team also. <laughs> <laughs> that's a rival though. You gotta that's a for for you guys, that's a well for both Ole Miss and Arkansas, it's a trophy game. There's the boot. And there's mm-hmm. the worst trophy in sports, the uh, Woodshop Trophy, the Magnolia. Yeah, I want to I want to go to the LSU Arkansas game because one of my best friends goes there, but it, the flights are like ridiculous, so I'm not going to go. But I like I don't like them whenever we play them, but for like college dance, oh my gosh, I love them. Okay, so Greg, she's going to take the Tigers, lay two and a half against the Knolls. I didn't realize I didn't realize there were some SEC powerhouse dance teams uh, mm-hmm. in, in, out there. Who are the so great I'm assuming teams Kentucky and LSU are the best, uh, right? Kentucky's good. Kentucky's like known for cheer. Like there's like the state of Kentucky is, but they have a really good dance team. They do good like hip hop. LSU is like literally famous for dance. Like they like LSU Tiger Girls. Like they got uh, is that the girls in the band? Those, those are Golden Girls. The Golden the Girls? Band. No, there's Golden Girls and there's Tiger Girls. Oh wow! I don't know the difference, but Tiger Girls are like the dance team they compete nationally. They got first in what year is it? In 2022, they got first place in the nation. And yeah, then, I'm a big Golden Girl fan. I, I like the Ole Golden Miss, Girls. Ole Miss has a great dance team. The Rebelettes are great. Um, who else is good? Memphis, but they're not SEC. There's like a lot, like Memphis, San Diego State, UNLV. They're all good. I love college dance. Are they called the Running Rebelettes? Do what? Is UNLV called the Running Rebelettes? I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. They may be. They may be like the Rebelettes or something like that. I don't know. They're good too. All right. So she's taking LSU, Greg. Um, I just got back from Louisiana and I went fishing down there in Venice, and uh, it's hot. It's really hot down there. It's <laughs> at the end of the world. And when you go to the end of the world, it's really hot down there. So especially uh, especially in August. So, um, 
Yeah, I'm going to get uh, – Captain Pitts is going to be really mad at me about this because uh, I'm going to take Florida State. I just – Brian Kelly doesn't do it for me, man. He just oh. – uh, I mean, just – I just doesn't do it for me. Just uh, – I mean, I – He's one. Of, I mean, I feel like he's one of those like dads that want to be cool and tries too hard to be cool. And I just, you know, just be yourself. You probably it might work out for you, you know. So I'm going to go with Florida State, and I think that Florida State might be sleeper sleepy good this year for some strange reason. A lot of people are picking them. I've got LSU winning a lot of games. I've got LSU in the in the college football playoff. So if you're right, I'm going to catch all sorts of hell starting next week for being so wrong in week one because I'm. I'm pretty high on the Tigers going into this season. I'm not really sure why. I think because it's year two under Brian Kelly and Jaden Daniels is back and Perkins and Smith on that defense. They just have a lot of they got a lot of weapons. What'd you catch in Louisiana, by the way, when you were down in Venice? What were you fishing for? Uh, we went uh, red fishing, and then we called a bunch of red snapper out. Uh, it was uh, my butt still hurts from hitting the waves. I mean, we 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 went out there to the open water, and it was pretty. It was pretty choppy, so uh, but no, we went red fishing. We caught some snapper and uh, we caught some uh, trout. So we're gonna go back in November. Hopefully, the weather's a little bit uh, better, and then um, uh, uh, the fairgrounds, uh, the racetrack will be running in November, December, and January. So we're gonna plan a trip to go watch a race in the fairgrounds and then go fishing two days. So uh, should be uh, weather should be a little bit better in November. Awesome. All right. So, uh, Caroline, what do you have? Uh, what do you, Arkansas is playing in Little Rock this weekend. You're not going, right? So, what, what's what's going on with you this weekend? One of my roommates. It's her 21st birthday today, so we're having her 21st birthday party. Are you making the sign, the 21 sign, right now that that you put around your neck and show everybody that you're 21? One of my one of my best friends makes them. So uh, I think she's making one. Yeah, that's a big thing. And then you got to get like the big banner for the wall. Yeah. yeah, and you got to make like look. We have to make these like shot book pages, is what they're called. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. Well, happy birthday to Peyton. Uh, be, please, please Uber. Uh, be careful. And uh, Greg, what's going on at LB's this weekend? How can people get in touch with you guys? I know a lot of people coming in the town, and Ole Miss plays fairly early, and so there'll be a lot of uh, a lot of probably a lot of grilling on Saturday night. People watching the late games. Yeah, I'm actually going to be open all day Saturday. I'm just going to be open from ten to six. Uh, it's just going to be me. I'm going to let the, all the all my workers go to the game and enjoy themselves in the Grove and everything. I feel like this week, if uh, if if you want to go to the game and enjoy yourself, and if I wish the temperature was a little bit better, but uh, I feel like these weekends are the best time because not everybody's in town and you can get around and enjoy yourself on the square. So. Uh, I'm going to be open 10 to 6, and uh, we're going to start lunch on Thursday and Friday again. We're going to probably do some uh, smoky bacon burgers, some Philly cheese steaks, maybe make some spaghetti on Friday, and maybe do some ribs on Friday. So we're going to bring back the plate lunch this week. So, yeah, man, just uh, uh, steady as she goes up here. We're just going to have the lane trains, and my mom just got done. I think she said she got 45 pounds of jalapenos. So if we – Go through 45 pounds of jalapenos during Mercer Week. I'm afraid to know what's going to happen uh, in, uh, in the next. <laughs> when weeks. LSU comes to town at the end of the month, look out! Yeah, I, I, we're going to have to just start growing in the back. I mean, it's 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 <laughs> that it's, it's got that. But no, uh, she'll have her stuffed mushrooms and everything. Uh, I won't make boudin because I made boudin last week. But uh, we'll get the fresh seafood in on Thursday. Probably get some tuna and some salmon, some snapper and some redfish, maybe some fresh scallops. But We'll be open all day uh, Saturday, so 
Uh, if you leave the game at halftime, just come over to LB's and uh, get your steak and enjoy yourself uh, that night. It's LB's Meat Market, 2008 University Avenue in Oxford, right across from Kroger. Just use Kroger as a landmark and then head over to uh, to LB's in that shopping center. You will not regret it. It's the freshest cuts. It's the best meat, pork, chicken, seafood, sausages, the jalapenos, the mushrooms, so much more at uh, LB's. And now lunch on Thursdays and Fridays if you're coming up for a, uh, a long weekend. Make LB's part of your weekend. So that does it for episode one of the Butcher versus the Dance Instructor. We'll be back again next weekend. We'll get ready for uh, another week. Ole Miss headed to Tulane next weekend. And then probably the big national game. We'll be talking about uh, Texas at Alabama. A lot of people getting excited about that game already and sort of circling that as a potential loss number one for the Tide. We'll see the Longhorns and uh, Alabama getting together at Bryant-Denny. So we'll talk about those games and a lot more next week on The Butcher versus The Dance Instructor. Caroline, Greg, have a great weekend. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.